0: Celebrating 30 years of phenomenal trend forecasting. Here's Gerald Salenti with today's Trends in the News. Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Monday, August 26, 2019, and here is some of today's Trends in the News. Over there in Asia, it wasn't very happy. Oh, no, the markets went down following Friday's Dow plunge of over 800 points. So, then what happened? Well, things started going up. Up in Europe, up in the United States, and gold, up a little bit, oil down, Bitcoin up. Not a lot else going on. What happened? Dow gains more than 250 points, you ready? On hopes, U.S. and China restart trade talks. How could adults believe this crap? How many times have you heard this stupid garbage? It goes up because of trade talks. It goes down because of trade talks. There's a global economy out there, bigger than trade talks. But that's all they can talk about. You know why? Because all they talk is... Bullshit level, Defcon 5. That's it. Bullshit. Oil drops 1%. You know why? Possible U.S.-Iran meeting raises oversupply concerns. You know what that is. Bullshit. You got it. Bullshit. Oil prices are down because the global economy's slowing down, not because, oh, we're going to talk with Iran and everything's going to be okay and they're going to put more oil out in the market and that'll push prices down even further. Yeah, and if you believe that, I got a bridge for you to buy in Brooklyn. What stupid garbage that they think that oil prices are moving on silly words being spoken at the G7 meeting. So the conflict between China and the United States is intensifying. And what Trump said on Friday, I agree with him 100%. And you know how much I love Trump. Yeah. quote, "We don't need China, and frankly, would be far better off without them." He's 100 percent right. Go back to before China got into the World Trade Organization. Ain't ancient history? Only 2001. Go back to the time before American manufacturers and European manufacturers stole all our technology that we paid for, and brought it to China so they could get their stuff made cheaply over there by slave labor. Over 95% of the clothing we wear comes from overseas countries. Met a guy the other day, we're talking, where are you from? He said, Endicott, New York. I oh, said, oh, Endicott, Endicott Johnson. They used to make shoes there, Endicott Johnson. Now Nike, Levi, Apple, all of them take their products to slave labor countries and get them made cheaply. We don't need China for what? Chinese food? And I don't need so much of that stuff. I don't like those MSG elemental elemental peas and they put in there, all that crappy garbage a lot of these Chinese restaurants have. But I like Chinese food. I want to import things that we don't have here that we can't make, like fine French wine. Good Italian pasta and the cheeses, yeah, those kind of things. Trump is a hundred percent right. We don't need China. The only way America is going to thrive and survive, buy local. How about buying national? I buy local. Love local. Used to make Gant shirts right here in Kingston. We have to bring manufacturing back here. I agree with him one hundred percent. It's only the manufacturers that are getting rich by. Getting their products made overseas and selling whatever they can overseas doesn't build our economy. So, that surprise you? do for Trump on that. EU looks to rewrite budget rules as bloc's economy growth falters. Brussels is planning to simplify the Eurozone's complex budgetary rules so they can print up more f- fake money and go deeper in debt. The rest of this is no more than... <laughs> You got it. And that's what they're going to do because the central banks are run out of juice. That's right. In the United States, we got 2% that they could go down on interest rates. When the recession hit last time, interest rates could go down 5%. Over in Europe, negative rates. Over in Japan, negative rates. What are they going to do? They're going to... Government spending. They're going to go deeper in debt to try to get us out of the Greatest Depression. And like everything else they do, guaranteed it will flop, fail, boop, disaster, build the debt levels up and decrease the values of the currency and push up the prices of gold, which today, flat, because the market's moved up a little bit. Nothing else, down two bucks from Friday. The Trump tirade alarms investors. And that's it. Our great American companies are hereby ordered to immediately start looking for an alternative to China, including bringing your companies home and making your products in the USA. Hey, I could not agree with him more. So he also said, uh, my only question is, who is our bigger enemy? Jay Powell, <laughs> the Fed chair or Chairman Z of China? So you're going to push those interest rates down a full 2%, and you're going to see minuses come on, too. And remember, I was the first back in January to say they were going to cut interest rates, and they have. I was the first to say you're going to see mortgage rates in the United States below 4%, and they are. More cheap monetary methadone to keep that addicted bull running. And here we go, why central banksters are running on empty. It's clear the conventional tools of central bankers no longer have the oomph to tackle every oncoming recession. It's right there. Defaults on China's structural loans mount. More problems, more issues, they can't solve them without printing up more cheap money. You ready for this? Investors sift through gloomy German numbers while India slows and Fed eyes inflation gauge. Okay, so on Germany, the fourth biggest economy is struggling with the central bank warning last week that a recession in the third quarter looks likely. This is Germany. This is important. This is India because India has nothing to do with the trade war, right? But hey, guess what? Their economy, that's right, First quarter GDP figures released in May showed growth rate grinding to a five-year low. Oh, and the nifty-fifty equity markets, they're down 10%. And you know what? When all else fails, they take you to war. And that's what India's doing when they took Kashmir, and said, hey, we're going to tell you what to do. We own it now. We, Pakistan has nothing to do with any of this Two nuclear powers facing off, and Pakistan's economy in the turlet. Germany's lenders hit at proposal to ban negative rate charges. So when you put your money in a bank, it costs you to put it in there. This is unprecedented in world history. Oh, and you know those German bonds, that 30-year bond that was selling at a negative rate? Guess what? They didn't sell. That's right. Germany had to buy $2 billion worth of them. This is a scam of scams. Speaking of which, globalization not to blame for rise in inequality. Says a report. You know the reports by the banksters. Yeah, this woman, her name is Elizabeth Mann. Huh, what if she's transgender? Don't report me, don't report me. I couldn't figure it out. Elizabeth Mann. I got confused. Anyway, she goes on to say that they... Globalization has stalled over the past decades, so it should not be blamed for the rise in inequality. You know what that is. That is bullshit. You got it. You know who she works for now? Citigroup. Oh, no, there's no inequality. And we're just workers on the global plantation, multinational plantation of slave land. Don't believe me, that's landia. Let's look at the facts. Hey, front page story in today's Wall Street Journal. CEO pay often tops disclosures. The cats get a lot more money than they report. To the average, the value of the pay at the end of the period was 16% higher than originally disclosed. Pay rose at three out of five companies. For example, the $190 million that Oracle Corp reported paying its co-CEO was actually five hundred and thirty-three million dollars one year. There's no inequality, and you know what really stinks about this is these greedy people are putting nothing back into the society, nothing. Hey, remember the uh, public library system? What was that guy's name? Vanderbilt? Oh yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, but look what he did. These people give chump change back. And they give a cha- chump change back when they get their name in a college, you know, whatever they build or a hospital or something, wing, so they put their name up. Biggest cities start to shrink as any areas empty out. New York is one of them. Shed 39,500 people in 2018. It's going to get worse as the Greatest Depression gets worse because... The average person can't afford to live in a big city anymore, and organic city growth, one of our top trends for 2018, is going to continue to expand as the rich push everybody else out. 20,000 AT&T workers strike as GM, Ford, and Chrysler contract deadline looms on Friday night at midnight. Over 20,000 workers in Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee walked off the jobs at AT AT&T. The strike broke out with little advance notice. The largest strike in the American South in recent history captures a growing mood. What's going on? This is big. When the Greatest Depression hits, and they don't talk about this, during the Great Depression in the 30s, there were strikes. There were protests all over But they don't don't talk about that. We're going to see it like you've never seen it before. This is just the beginning. It's going to be the reunionization in many countries, particularly in America. So what I would do if I was in charge of one of these CEOs, move the jobs out of Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, and let's bring it to Bangladesh. We could get better slaves over there. And they would do it if they could. Britain sold more than $6 billion in arms to Saudi led coalition in that deadly war against Yemen. Isn't that great? We're the British. We're as fine as the Americans. We will supply all the arms to kill the innocent people we can, as long as our greedy people can make a lot of money. The military industrial complex. Rob you of the genius of the scientists, sweat of the laborers, and future of the children. And Eisenhower said it, January 1961 in its farewell address, and here it is in black and white. Oh, over the weekend in Hong Kong, police fired water cannons for the first time during mass pro-democracy protests. And these protesters again in mass gathered again this week, pouring rain with umbrellas. You can't get anybody out in the street even to go out around here if it's raining. And here the protesters have a heart, they have a passion, but again, they're going to lose, but this is very big to watch because what's going on there is a black swan event. This is going to really have a lot of implications, and you can see it now. Hong Kong faces worst earnings recession since the 2008 crisis. This is the hub. This is the hub of the central banksters, the Western Central Banksters gateway to the east, and China needs it too. This is a big story, as too is the one between India and Pakistan over Kashmir. Not in the news. Watch it closely. You'll hear it in trends in the news. Israeli Defense Forces have struck multiple Iranian targets outside Damascus. Isn't that great? And we heard from Benjamin Netanyahu when all else fails, they take you to war. That Netanyahu. Elections coming up. He can't put a team together, although he won the last vote because. He wants to have a law in there where they can't prosecute him for uh, charges that he's being brought up on and nobody will go away with the deal go on with the deal. Quote: Our forces operate in every sector against the Iranian against the Iranian aggression. If someone rises up to kill you, kill him first. Alright! Okay, hey! Yeah. Was that in the Torah too? Yeah, I you know, God, I mean, God gave you Israel. He must have told you that too. What do you mean every sector you can strike? Because they struck in Iraq, too, at Iranian positions there who have troops there and other people. What if Iraq and Syria struck Israel? Oh, oh, then it would be terrible, but he could do anything he wants. In a major operational effort, we have thwarted an attack against Israel by the Iranian Quds Force, and Shia militia, I reiterate, Iran has no immunity anywhere. Our forces operate in every sector against the Iranian aggression. You can see where this is going. Israel, the United States, and Saudi Arabia aiming at Iran. You think Trump is going to have talks with the Iranians and ease this thing out? No way. Hezbollah says exploding drone damaged its offices near Beirut. And you know who sent it? Israel, according to them. Lebanon, Iraq, Syria. It's okay. They could be like the United States, those Israelis. Hit any country you want, anytime, for any reason that you can make up. Or occupy peace. That might be a dirty word right now. U.S. hits a China coercion in offshore oil dispute with Vietnam. Yep, in recent weeks, China has taken a series of aggressive steps to interfere with Asian national claimants, long-standing, well-established economic activities, an attempt to both coerce them to reject partnership with foreign oil and gas firms, and to work only with China's state-owned enterprises, the U.S. State Department said, Why don't you mind your own damn business? You're sticking up for Vietnam? You're the lousy, miserable murderers that killed over three million of them! State Department murderers! Oh, but now it's different, Salenti. Take it easy. We only killed 58,000 American boys. I was one of them and didn't go. I was a draft dodger. Not because I was smart enough to be against the war. I couldn't imagine me in a foreign country getting shot at. Oh, and the 250,000 that are wounded. And the people I know that serve there, when you mention Vietnam, they have mental distress. Oh, that Vietnam that we're protecting now? What hypocrisy. It's America. No, it's not. It's the political parties and the sick people that are running them that's destroying this nation. Ecuador tightens entry rules as Venezuela exodus intensifies. How dare they close the borders? They should be opening up and let everybody come in. That's what they say about the United States. Oh, by the way, they're flooding out of Ecuador, coming to the United States. And now because of the sanctions that Trump has put on Venezuela, making a bad situation much, much worse, four million of them leaving already. This is one of the biggest exoduses of any countries. So, how about a little piece of mind your own business and let's build Venezuela's economy up. No, we're going to take it over. We heard Bolton, our national security advisor, say, we need American companies, oil companies in Venezuela, the country sitting on the largest oil reserves in the world. Quote, it'll be good for the American people in chapter and verse in your Trends Journal. The numbers of Venezuelans fleeing the country have spiked in recent weeks. The Ecuadorian government said, it would tighten entry requirements. It's not going to be a human wave when the Great East Depression hits. It'll be a human tsunami. That's right. Two billion people in the 1930s when the Great Depression hit, 5.5 billion added. We now have 7.5 billion people. No jobs, poverty, crime, People fleeing. Democrats joined Trump in fundraising from the moneyed elite. Yep, President Trump, in early August, he vacuumed up 12 million bucks in campaign contributions. This weekend brought Kamala Harris and Cory Booker to the region for a slew of fundraisers. The current weekend features Joe Biden. Labor Day weekend will bring Peter Buttigieg, and they're all going to the Hamptons and Nantucket. There once was a man from Nantucket, but I won't say that. But anyway, what a bunch of, oh, this Cory Booker. What a, what, Booker? Booker's a blowhard, arrogant clown. What this guy did to the people in Jersey by letting them drink leaded water. And now why do you know anything about that? Beep, up, bop, 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 and the other clowns that went in after him. One after another. It's a clown show. It's a freak show. Oh, Salenti, you can't call Booker a clown. Then you'll be racist. We got a clown like Trump. We got a clown like Clinton. It's the greatest freak show on earth. Step right up. Step right up. They put the Bondman Bailey, the greatest show on earth, out of business. Because it's such a freak show. And all we have running is a big line of freaks. Don't believe me? <laughs> Majority of Americans angry at political system. Wonder why? Because they're not swallowing the fed down their mouths by the politicians and the moronic mainstream media who run the political reality show. An NBC News and Wall Street Journal survey asked 1,000 adults how much they agreed with the statement, quote, they feel angry because our political system seems to only be working for insiders with money and power like those on Wall Street or in Washington rather than working to help everyday people get ahead. 71% said that. The other 29% they were either drugged out or they belong to the parties, or well, they're too stupid to think for themselves. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. Think for yourself. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's Trends in the News.